0: This is a very basic outline, but I do want to point out some contrasts uh, in the book of Proverbs, mainly, between the wise and the foolish. Um, How many of you would be willing to admit that though we may have wisdom, we don't always reflect the wisdom that we have? Can I get an amen? So you can be wise and act foolish. And you can be foolish and appear wise. The Bible said uh, that the man who refrains from speaking is considered to be wise. Didn't say he was wise, did it? He could he could be an ignoramus, but people think he's wise because he didn't say anything. It might just be that he didn't really know what to say. But isn't it funny, though, how people can uh, be one thing and act another? And... Uh, And we always want to be sure that we are acting wisely in every situation. So, uh, Proverbs 15, verse number seven, and I'm going to break this down starting right here. And the first thing I want to do is uh, look at the tongue of the wise and the foolish. And uh, in fact, would one of y'all turn that back monitor on for me uh, while I do this? Uh, it starts out by saying what the lips of the wise disperse knowledge the lips of the wise disperse knowledge now uh, notice what he's dispersing He's dispersing knowledge right uh, it's not always wise to just disperse information just for the sake of dispersing it right Uh, I I remember a fellow one time that I I worked with many years ago before I moved, before Amy and I actually got married, and one of his favorite sayings was, well, if I'm thinking it, I might as well say it, and boy, was that a mistake. He was one of those guys I learned what not to do from, you know what I'm saying, Uh, but he liked to disperse information, right, but the Bible makes the distinction when you're wise, you know what to say, right? You want to give something that is knowledgeable. You want to give something that is beneficial to the one that is listening, right? And so the, why, so the wise share what they know, okay? Um, and I want to encourage you when, you, when God gives you something that helps you, to look for somebody to mentor look for somebody to speak into with that nugget of knowledge because they may need a little help in that area almost without exception when God gives me something that really blesses me personally and I set about to share that with someone almost without exception the person on the receiving end is very grateful and in many cases they're like you have no idea how much I needed that amen and so it's not just wise to have knowledge, but God gives us that knowledge to share. Right? Uh, truth. Uh, there is no patent on truth. Right? Truth is freely given. Now God owns truth. Don't get me wrong. But he, Jesus told his disciples, "You have freely you have received. Freely what? Give." So of course that's the mission of the church, is it not? To share the knowledge of the glorious gospel and hope of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we would be wise to disperse knowledge. But what, what does the Bible say about the foolish? But the heart of the foolish doeth not so. The heart of the foolish doeth not so. So while the wise shares what they know, notice the contrast, the foolish show what they don't know. Because they're not dispersing knowledge. I didn't say they were not were not dispersing anything they're just not dispersing knowledge they're not dispersing wisdom and I'm sure many of us know at least a handful of people that it seems like everything they say is sounds ignorant right yeah. <laughs> and and uh, and they'd they do their self a service to just you know zip the lips and I remember, uh, Amy, why don't you quote your coach Goss for us real quick. Let us know what he said. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Amen. Amen. And so that's the difference between the wise and the foolish. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we speak out of heated passion. And, and we speak before we think. And uh, that's what the Bible says, to the, it, that we're not to answer a matter before we hear it. Right? Because we may make some premature, incorrect conclusions based on emotions spout off at the mouth and really give somebody a piece of our mind only to eat you know, insert foot and mouth later when we find out that we misunderstood or didn't get the whole picture, right? And so uh, we want to make sure that what we're dispersing is factual, knowledge, and truth-based and not just opinion or assumption or arrogance. Amen? And so when we do that, we're wise. So, uh, and another verse I want to look at is, uh, let's see, Proverbs. It's, It's back there, but I can't read it. Hold on. Let me try my new glasses. How do y'all like them? That didn't help a bit. (laughs) That's too far away. Uh, Proverbs 15, 4. Proverbs 15, 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Okay, a wholesome tongue. A a tongue that facilitates wholeness. Okay, when Jesus would heal someone, Jesus Jesus would say, Uh, be thou made whole, right? Indicating that before he healed them, something wasn't whole, something was broken, something was partially there, but it wasn't complete. Maybe Maybe it was a missing leg, maybe it was leprosy, whatever it was, but when Jesus makes you whole, it becomes wholesome, and God wants our tongue to be an instrument of healing, in the lives of others so if you're wise then the wise will edify or build up with their tongue Uh, and we've we've done a study on this recently on on the 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 mouth gate and and you remember we talked about how that life and death are in the power of the tongue and so a wholesome tongue is a tree of life right so make sure that you want to speak as a wise man because the, the contrast is this uh, it says but perverse perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit so here's the contrast the wise are edifying the foolish are destructive and divisive they're diver- destructive and divisive uh, the word divisive is derived from that word breach okay so you can say foolish things uh and words that are perverse, words that are corrupt, if you will, and it causes division. It, ca- it causes division in the spirit, uh, in relationships, right? Uh, when there's a breach in the spirit, that means you've just caused someone to be separated from you in fellowship. You see the division, right? Right? Uh, so when you, when you say foolish things, you know, and I've been around people that are like, uh, you know, they literally say, well, I don't care what anybody thinks, and yeah, I can tell that you don't care what anybody thinks. By the way, you run off at your mouth and don't think about how, you fit people's, uh, how that might come across, how it might be misconstrued, or how, it may, may, how you may want it to be construed. You know, some people want to intentionally be injurious with their mouth. They hope that it gets under your skin. They hope it gets on your nerves. They hope to make a power punch to bring you down a little bit. Amen? And so foolishness is when someone speaks in such a way that creates division in relationships. Okay? Uh, and, and so as children of God, as representatives of the truth of God's word, Uh, We need to be careful to make good choices with our set of words, that our words are building up, they're edifying, and that they're not destructive and divisive, okay? Uh, And this is, you know, the book of James said, Behold how little, uh, how did it word it? Uh, How great a matter a little fire kindleth. Well, you know as well as I do, it don't take but a the flick of a cigarette butt out the window of a national forest that set thousands of acres on fire. Same thing with the tongue. And when in doubt, wait. There's some good advice for you. If you know, if you feel like you just have to say something, I just gotta say it. And your spirit is hot. And you're ready to speak your mind because somebody's got to say it. Before you say it, you better just pause, take a breath, and ask yourself, is what I'm fixing to say going to cause more wholesomeness and bring things together as a tree of life, or is it going to cause division in people's spirits where they're not connecting like they used to? And we see this, unfortunately, a lot in organizations such as churches. Where people who are highly opinionated can often just, uh, and they may not mean to do what they've done, but once you spill the milk, you can't put it back in the bottle, right? And once it's said, the damage is done, whether you apologize or not. And so it's always better to choose to not speak it than to speak it and then later regret it. And, and t- so there's a contrast between speaking in wisdom or speaking. In foolishness, that's proverbs fifteen four dealing with the the tongue of the wise and the foolish. now let's go on to the uh, travels, the travels of the wise and foolish proverbs fifteen verse twenty two says, without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established and the point that I want to make here. With the wise, is that the wise seek what I would like to call multifaceted advice. Okay? You consider many perspectives, you consider much input. That's why it says, uh, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Don't just ask your best buddy what his opinion is, because they will likely. Share the same opinion as you, right? Uh, whether it's right or not, be be uh, be mature enough to be willing to listen to those who may who may you may already know see it differently from you, but you're trying to gain an understanding of where they're coming from. Okay, just because I'm trying to gain an understanding of where someone is coming from does not mean that I am automatically in agreement with them. It may mean that I am trying to figure out how that I can present the truth in a way that they can see from where they're at. Do you get what I'm saying? But sometimes we're afraid to ask different people that think differently than us because uh, for whatever reason, maybe we're afraid that they'll persuade us to look at it wrongly maybe we're so convinced of how we believe that we're afraid that if we get a different opinion that we we might be making ourselves subject to untruth if you're solid in the Bible in your Bible knowledge you don't have to worry about that but if you want to convince those that are not convinced you're better to deal with them according to knowledge than ignorance and sometimes the best thing you can do is give them a listening ear And then you can figure out, and the Holy Spirit can help guide you on how to give an answer that they can better understand once you've had a full, mature conversation, right? And so you want to seek counsel, uh, but you want to seek counsel from more than one individual, right? Now, this uh, a word of caution on seeking counsel, don't let it turn into a gossip session. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) maybe there's a situation that maybe you're disappointed with someone and uh, and it's really upset you and, and you've called about five or six people with the intention of getting advice and really all you did was you know spewed some venom uh, just aired your frustrations and never did really get around to asking hey what, what should I do about how should I approach this you know the devil is very sly And you may enter into a conversation with good intentions, and then it might turn south. So always guard against the temptation to be a gossip, right? Uh, If if you can't seek, and by the way, uh, we don't have as near as many trusted sources or, or trusted ears as we think we do. You know, usually the best way to make sure something don't get back is to never speak it, right? Uh, you better make sure that the counsel you're seeking is with someone that you know will shoot straight with you and that will keep confidentiality at its highest. Right? And if you don't have those kinds of friends, then you don't need to be talking to anybody until God gives you some. Right? Uh, So I'm just talking, you know, this, this this is how we stay wise with our tongue. In the places that we go and the people that we talk to. Look at the foolish, does Proverbs 15, verse 12. A scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. So while the wise seek multifaceted advice, different perspectives, the foolish only seek one sided advice. They're not going to listen to the wise because they're not going to tell them what they want to hear, right? Uh, And anybody that reproves them, of course, they're not going to listen to that, right? And so we would be foolish if we acted like that, wouldn't we? Uh, The Bible prophesied of the day that we live in where people uh, are uh, heaping to themselves teachers with itching ears. Uh, The way I could describe that as I understand it is, have you ever had a a spot that needed scratching that you personally couldn't reach? So you ask, you know, my wife is always asking me to scratch her back. You know, there's that one spot that always needs a scratch, and I know right where it's at because she can't reach it, right? And there's some people that that they're looking for just the right answer, but if you'll scratch that spot for them, you're their best friend until you disagree with them, right? To always be wise enough to understand that just because you get consent don't mean you're standing on solid ground. In fact, today it's easy to get a whole crowd to say that they agree with you. Real easy. Amen? A majority opinion does not always equal truth. So we've got to be wise enough to discern the difference. And, and we've got to seek truth out and seek knowledge out and we've got to know who we can trust and of course anybody that doesn't believe in this book is off my list automatically I'm not going to go to worldly people for worldly advice that don't believe in this book I don't care how professional they are I don't care what degree they have what college they went to you know what I'm saying uh, this, all the psychiatrists and the psychologists and all the people that have graduated from all of our secular institutions claim to be the wisest amongst us, but if they don't have a knowledge of the Holy One of Israel, you better not take advice from them, not when it comes to life. Amen. And, and you know <laughs> what we're aiming for is to be wise and everything that we say, and everything, and everywhere that we go. So as uh, you've heard the expression, birds of a feather, what what do they do? They flock together, right? What you'll find is if you'll start subscribing to those people that you know you can trust, whether you like what they have to say or not, you will begin to accumulate like-kind people around you. And you'll be all the better for it. And you'll find out the people that that, that love to just talk all the time, that don't have any self-control over their tongue, if you'll stop listening to them long enough, they'll stop coming around. And you're all the better for it. Amen. Uh, And And, and you know, wisdom also will separate you from a a good majority of the population. Because let's just face it, the majority of humanity is in deep trouble. In the wisdom department, right? right. He that uh, I'm trying to think of the scripture. He that separateth himself seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. There is a separation. That means your your scope of influence becomes much narrower narrower when you start seeking counsel from the right sources. Jesus said, straight is the gate and there is the way that leads to life and few there be that find it. So you're not going to have a whole lot of people. They may be just a handful of people. You might just be able to count them on one hand that you can really go to for straight up advice that you can trust. And that does not mean that you're at a deficit. You are rich if you have that many friends that can speak life into you. Amen. So be wise. Choose your sources. Be careful where you travel. Because some people will just give or seek one-sided advice. And that's not wisdom at all. That's just looking for, uh, you know, it's like this crowd today that wants the church to just just open up the doors and let everything come in and take over and fly their flags and rejoice with them in their sin. Can't do it. Just can't do it. uh, Because we're not on the same page. Well, you hate us. No. No, I love... I love this world with the love that Christ has for this world. Amen. And Christ loves all of us too much to leave us in our sin, don't he? And so, uh, that's it. So we've got to be be careful where we go for our advice in our travels, okay? Also, uh, chapter 15, verse 32. Let's look at that one real quick. Chapter 15. Verse 32, the wise and the foolish in their travels. He that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul. Okay, let's focus on that for a second. So if we despise our own soul, then we're harming ourselves. Okay? Uh, People who have a stiff neck, people who refuse to admit that they were wrong, they're harming themselves right when we get to a place to where we refuse to be instructed in the word of god that we we refuse to be corrected in the word of god we refuse to be guided in the word of god after all i'm right and i know it right when we refuse instruction we think we're despising the one trying to give us instruction, but really the one we're despising is ourself. Really the one we're hurting is ourself. Right? So remember that. Don't be foolish. Don't harm yourself by refusing instruction, but allow the Holy Spirit to tenderize that heart where it can open up and receive instruction because it's foolish To be otherwise. Alright now what's the contrast? But he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. Notice the hearing comes before the getting. Okay. The hearing comes before the getting. You may not even be in complete agreement with what the Lord may be confronting you with. But if you will hear him out he'll make a believer out of you. And if you open up your ears, the Lord will give you light to understand the wise. See what I'm saying? A lot of times we reject what we don't understand. God doesn't always give you the understanding first, He gives you the truth first. You exchange faith for the understanding. You trust Him, then He gives you, enlightens the eyes, and gives you the understanding. Give God the benefit of the doubt, and I, I shouldn't have to say that. And that sounds odd to say in a church. Of course we trust God, right? That's what we're supposed to do. But sometimes the way we refuse instruction, we're not giving God the benefit of the doubt, are we? Because we don't understand. How can we trust what we don't understand? Well, you got to trust who. It's the who that you're trusting. You got to trust the who before you can get the what, right? We know this. We know God is all powerful. We know He's all knowing. We know He's just and He's righteous. He's He's uh, He's everything that we could ever hope for a, in a Savior. Amen. Hey, there's no lie, lies in Him. There's no darkness in Him. Uh, he is He, he is all knowing, all powerful, all wise. He 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 knows what's best. He does what's right under every situation, and so we know we can trust Him as a person before we gain the understanding of what He's doing or what He's saying to us. So if God speaks something to you that flies in the face of all your understanding and you know it's a rebuke from the Word of God, don't stiffen your neck. Go ahead and submit to it and say, Lord, I don't understand it. But if it's what you're saying, I trust you. And then when you yield, God will begin to open up your heart to understand what's going on and help you see the, the the need for that point of submission in your life. Amen, church. So, uh, if we're going to be wise, we've got to hear reproof before we get the understanding. Now, that's their travels. Let's do lastly uh, the wise and the foolish in their temperament. In their temperament, look at Proverbs fifteen and verse number eighteen. Proverbs fifteen and verse eighteen. a wrathful man stirreth up strife and I've got on my note here he's looking for a fight <laughs> you ever know anybody like that a wrathful man stirreth up strife everything don't have to be a fight uh, that, did you know that people can get in a cycle of drama and get addicted to the drama and get addicted to it and they can get to the point to where if they're not getting the rush of the fight they're not happy and so even if they could have chose peace they'd rather say something to argue or to just prove a point uh, there are people today in too many churches that would quicker make a point than salvage a relationship. It don't always have to be a fight. You can just, you know, uh Paul the Apostle was dealing with the church members that was taking each other to court and suing each other. And he's like, Do you realize that one day we're going to judge angels? Can you not judge one another internally and settle outside of court? He said, Why would you not rather take the wrong? Some things ain't worth fighting over. Choose your heels, choose your fights, right? And when it comes to unity of the body of Christ, we should always be willing to cultivate unity over making a point and having a knockdown drag out. Because the foolish, the wrathful man, stirs up strife. But what's the contrast? But he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. So while the foolish are looking for a fight, the wise are seeking peace seeking the remedy I'll never forget uh, a situation early in my ministry the first time that I can recall that I was falsely accused and misunderstood in a situation in the ministry and I'm not going to get into the details but it hurt so bad that I was so misunderstood and lied about. And when I went to the individual's house to seek peace, they looked me dead in my eyeballs and looked at my wife and said, Now you I trust, looking at Amy. She said, But I don't know about you, and she never apologized to this day. And she went to several sources trying to find me in a lie, and every source validated my story and affirmed my credibility. And she was still too stubborn to admit that she was the one in the wrong. It hurt for a long time until I sought counsel of a wise old man of God that God put in my life that helped me dramatically that night. He said, Brother Gary, he said, You're going to have to come to the realization that in many situations in ministry, you're going to have to accept the reality that some people are just never going to apologize. Let it go, give it to God, and move on with your life that was some of the most freeing words I wept and if you look at this scripture here some people just wanna fight and there's a root problem that causes that they're not in a right relationship with God or they wouldn't be fighting with their brethren all the time so really the problem stem back to a break a breach in her Spirit between her and God that caused a breach in her spirit because I learned later that every preacher that she ever sat up under she had problems with. Just about drove him crazy, too. <laughs> when your horizontal, am I getting that right? Vertical. When your vertical relationship with God is out of sorts, your horizontal relationship with your brothers and sisters of Christ are going to be automatically out of sorts before you blame your brother for all of your frustrations go to the Lord and see if you can't find peace with him first and if you can find peace with him you can make it right with your brother or sister and even if they don't make it right with you you can you can God can give you the grace and the dignity that you need to suffer the wrong and let God settle it at judgment day and you go on about serving God anyway love him pray for him and move on. Amen. I think that was worth our trip. Just that one right there. Let's see here. Of temperament. Proverbs fifteen, eighteen. Let's go to the next slide. So this is a summary. Talking about the wise and the foolish. Determine today to be wise. Watch your tongue. Watch your travels. Watch your temperament. Amen, church. What you say, who you hang with, and your attitude all are reflected in whether you're being wise or whether you're being foolish. Proverbs 1531 says that the ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. Okay? And then Proverbs fifteen thirty three last verse. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. Do you know how humbling it is to admit when we're wrong? Whew. I've had to eat crow more times than I can count. I'm not trying to get nobody in trouble here. Uh, I've had to humble myself more times than I can count. Realizing that I was so right until God proved me wrong. Amen. So, the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom you want to know how to get wise fear the lord it's the beginning of knowledge and it will instruct you in wisdom because when you fear the lord you honor everything that he has to say about everything in life even when it comes to how to deal with other people and we often find that God has exactly the opposite response to situations that we, how we would respond. Amen? Amen. We would sometimes give them a piece of our mind, and the Holy Spirit might say, "You can't afford to give them much." <laughs> God ever told you that? I mean, maybe maybe it's just me. Uh, no, no. But he would he would he would say shh many times he would just say shh before you to open that mouth, you better just listen to my voice. Think about this, and then I'll close. How patient has God been with you? And wouldn't you think that if he used his patience to win you over that he would also expect you to use him as a model for how to use patience to win others over he is our greatest example of walking Jesus gave his disciples two tools by which to overcome hostility I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I'm not going to give you a covering. I'm not going to give you a gun. I'm not going to give you knives. I'm not going to give you permission to fight for yourself. But if you'll walk in wisdom and you'll be harmless, you'll be protected by me. You can avoid a lot of conflict and a lot of trouble by learning how to be at peace with God. So that you can, the Bible says even when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Amen. So determined today to be wise.